Haven't you read, he replied, that he who created them in the beginning made them male and female? And he also said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. This is the Tag Your It podcast. I am Ray Ray. And I am David Van Bever. And today we have a guest with us. Uh, What is your name, sir? Mike Roy. Mike Roy. And yes, if you go deep, deep into the catalog of Tag Your It, you have seen this gentleman with us. We, I think it was a couple years ago that we were at the Missouri Baptist Convention uh, talking about convention-y things with you. And uh, I'm trying to think, you weren't with Doug Shivers. 2019. 2019. We've been doing this. For a while, and it seems uh, not like too long ago, especially when it comes to those conventions, it seems like they come up pretty quick. So it won't be feeling too long until we get to the next one. But yeah, glad to have you on the podcast. Glad to see you and shake hands with you at the uh, latest convention anyway. We've passed by each other. But yeah, thank you for coming yeah. on the show this evening. Yes, sure Dr. Dr. Roy, we are glad. Doctor. Tell us just a little bit about who you are. We always enjoy getting to meet with other people, but tell us just a bit about who you are and what you do so our audience can know just a little bit more about you if they didn't run all the way back to that episode where we had you on in the catalog. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to be here. I sure appreciate the ministry you all have had. And uh, a little bit about me. I pastor Pathway Church in Raymore, Missouri, in the south part of the Kansas City, Missouri area. Been there, my goodness, time has flown, a little over seven years, and I've been pastoring since uh, 1993. Mm-hmm. I graduated from Southwest Baptist University in 1992, and then I attended Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, had opportunity to uh, earn a couple of degrees there, and also serve there as an adjunct professor of Old Testament and Hebrew and hermeneutics. And I've pastored mostly in Missouri, among Missouri Baptist churches, but I've also uh, served as a pastor in Kentucky and in Kansas. Awesome. Well, thank you for all your continued efforts and work for the gospel. And just awesome to uh, always constantly have co-laborers in the gospel with us on the Tag Your It podcast. So um, I think uh, pastors definitely go um, unthanked a whole lot for their just continued faithfulness, uh, being under shepherds for the main shepherd, Jesus Christ, over the souls of uh, his people. So thank you again uh, for coming on the podcast. But yes, first, um, we have a little video clip that uh, Dave is going to play, um, and then we'll sort of introduce our topic. Here. Both Republican senators, I think it was North, was it North Carolina? Um, voted for this abomination. Romney, of course. <laughs> uh, and the other Democrats who pretend that they're Republicans all voted for it as well. And um, and the one guy from Missouri who has a master's degree from a Baptist university, which just tells you, and in fact. Uh, was uh, president of a Baptist university before he was before he entered into politics. Uh, <clears throat> he did the same thing. Yes, and now you know what we're going to talk about on the show tonight, and it's uh, we're going to have Mike Roy uh, with us to uh, be blunt about blunt as uh, kind of what we I guess uh, I'll end up titling this uh, on the thing later, but uh, Mike Roy 
is uh, going to be a little bit blunt about Roy Blunt with us on the show tonight. Uh, but yes, uh, so uh, the biggest question, and like Mike, if or if you if you want to kind of clue us in on this and, and give us some information, um, since you've uh, been in this a little bit longer than we have, uh, but who is Roy Blunt here? Like, what could we uh, say about Roy Blunt? Right. Yeah, Senator Blunt uh, hails from Missouri, from Southwest Missouri, to be more specific. I've known him for many years and looked up to him and admired him. We are both uh, alumni of Southwest Baptist University. And uh, like Dr. White shared in the clip a moment ago, um, Roy Blunt earned his bachelor's degree from Southwest Baptist University. And then Roy Blunt served as a professor at SBU. And then later he served as a trustee on the board of trustees, the governing board of Southwest Baptist University. And then later he served as president of SBU from about 1992 until 1996. He was the featured speaker at my graduation in May of 1992, but I believe later in that year, he became the president. He at that point had been secretary of state in Missouri and was a candidate for governor. And he lost in the primaries, in the Republican primaries of 1992. And then the Republican candidate went on to lose to the Democrat candidate in 1992. And so in the midst of all that, uh, the Board of Trustees at Southwest Baptist University, in an event that was surrounded by a lot of drama, if memory serves, uh, they voted for Roy Blunt to become the president of SBU. And I remember attending Roy's uh, inauguration service in the chapel at Southwest Baptist University, and he began his speech in that ceremony with these words. It's good to have work because it seemed uncertain because he had just lost, he had just termed out as Secretary of State in Missouri, and he had lost in the Republican mm -hmm. primary. Uh, and so then he landed the job as being president of Southwest Baptist University, and from all accounts, he served very well as a president of Southwest Baptist University. Um, many in Missouri may think I've heard that name Blunt somewhere else. Well, Roy's son, Matt Blunt, later became the governor mm. of the state of Missouri. And so the ties between Southwest Baptist University, the Missouri Baptist Convention, mm -hmm. and Roy Blunt are wide and deep. Yeah, yeah, and that uh, comes in the wake of uh, what we're here to really talk about tonight is the uh, what we're terming the disrespect uh, for Marriage Act. We'll we'll get with a pr cross politic on that, and also Al Mohler uh, mentioning the same thing. He didn't uh, title it that, but he also said this is disrespect. But yeah, the disrespect for Marriage Act HR eight four zero four, which is uh, passed the Senate, right? It passed the Senate, and it's going to the House um, federally, right? Yes. That yes, is yeah, correct. Just making sure so that I, I've the got issue this correct, is but. for us as Southern Baptists, this becomes a massive issue based yeah. upon the background that Mike has shared with us. Roy Blunt has been a spokesman for not just Southern Baptists, but for Missouri Baptists in particular, a representative so much that we have put a lot of faith in. In fact, even in 1994, it's very clear that Governor Blunt made a, excuse me, not 1994, how about 2004? He actually voted in favor of the federal marriage amendment which sought to place a national ban on same-sex marriage. This is a big issue. We've seen 
Southern Baptists on the stage in the past, haven't we, Mike, deal with similar, I guess, capitulations to think public sin. And so when we think about this as Missouri Baptists, it actually does impact us, not just because the respect or the disrespect of marriage acts has some pretty serious consequences that we're going to look forward to, but it actually presents something about us as Baptists on the stage of, uh, on the global stage. Mm -hmm. And so with that said, how do we as Missouri Baptists deal with someone like this who has propagated something that is, again, a repudiation of God's word, Mike? Right. Well, what comes to my mind and my first response to all that would be uh, to pray, pray for those in governing positions, as the New Testament calls us Mm -hmm. as Christians, as believers. And then also we have to speak up in the face of well, evil and sin that's being perpetuated in uh, government and in society. We must have a prophetic voice as churches of the Lord Jesus Christ, as Southern Baptist churches. And uh, I'm sure that, I, in fact, I am hearing in the broadcast you mentioned a moment ago and hearing from people from around the state of Missouri and from Baptist life that there is deep, disappointment in what has happened in the last few days concerning Senator Blunt's vote. Um, I have longstanding ties with Southwest Baptist University as well, like I've already mentioned. I am by no means as famous as as, of an alumni as Senator Roy Blunt, a U.S. Senator, but um, I have the opportunity now to serve on the Board of Trustees uh, of SBU. Uh, so those are some things we have in common uh, that Senator Blunt and I would have. Uh, we're alumni of SBU. We have served in the capacity as a trustee. And I am in no way speaking as a spokesperson for the Board of Trustees or a spokesperson for Southwest Baptist University or for the Missouri Baptist Convention. But uh, you ask what we, what, we, what we can do. We don't put our hopes in princes or in mm-hmm governing officials. We put our hope in the Lord Jesus Christ and we pray. Uh, And then we also must speak up when uh, something so not just peripheral or inessential or inconsequential, but something so key and core to the Christian faith as our view of holy marriage that's mm-hmm. instituted by God, ordained by God, given by, as a gift of God, and is meant to be between one man and one woman. And the government attacks that and endorses the behavior that is so contrary to the clear teaching of Scripture mm-hmm. that um, we must speak up where appropriate. And we must exercise civil responsibility in our mm-hmm. voting and also in voicing disagreement. One of the things that Moeller talked about on the briefing, I wanted to make sure that I played it because I really would, I I was shocked when this uh, idea came forward. And again, as a Southern Baptist, I was shocked because my last thought that was that Governor Blunt was actually a Southern Baptist and Missouri Baptist. But here's one of the things that Moeller notes that maybe gives a little bit of clarification for what's going on here, but also kind of complicates the issue for us together. Well, there are a few issues you need to note. Number one, several of the people on this list are retiring. Thus, politically, Mm -hmm. 
they have nothing to lose because they're never going to face voters again. So they voted and they voted for the redefinition of marriage. I think in particular of retiring senators Roy Blunt of Missouri and Rob Portman of Ohio. I discussed Portman at length on the briefing yesterday. So Moeller yeah. is pointing out what I think is a key reality here. Blunt is on the way out. He's retiring. He doesn't have to face the Missouri Baptist voters. But yeah, but he still yeah, that's, must be held accountable. I made a yes. phone call this afternoon, Mike and Adam, to Governor, or excuse me, to Senator Blunt's office, just asking him because it was my belief that he was a Southern Baptist. And that was confirmed. He's actually a member of Second Baptist Springfield, which is one of the largest Southern Baptist churches in the state of Missouri. Hmm. Now, this is where things get really crucial. Mike, you gave a little bit of a historical context about something that happened in 1996. Would you share just a little bit about that regarding Clinton? Yes. I, well, I, it may have been a little later than that. Um, oh, yes, probably. <laughs> when um, President Bill Clinton was embroiled in the scandal concerning Monica Lewinsky and all that became public knowledge at that time. I do remember uh, Dr. Moeller, president of Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, uh, calling upon uh, President Clinton's home church where he held membership, a Southern Baptist church in Little Rock, Arkansas, Emmanuel Baptist Church, calling upon them to exercise church discipline mm. on Bill Clinton because of, um, well, his sins and uh, also, really, many believe to be uh, violations of his duty as United States president. That's right. Yeah, yeah and that's a, and then we do. And you know, the one thing uh, we were talking uh, prior to uh, recording this too, and kind of just thinking about these things. Um, and so you set that sort of precedent with uh, Al Mohler, which would be awesome to uh, see if he would uh, call up a Second Baptist here in Springfield, Missouri, and be like, you know, as a brother, as a Southern Baptist brother, as a as a person that I know that. He is very respected. Um, I would I would encourage him to call Second Baptist uh, and, and be like, yes, you need to exercise church discipline. But we even have an, another precedent too with our current president. I like putting those words together sometimes here. But uh, you know, didn't the Catholic Church didn't the Catholic Church pull communion from him? Are we Southern Baptists? Are we going to be weak in our profession of faith? Are we going to be weak? as sola scriptura believing people, not just church history and uh, ecclesiocracy type folks in, in the past, but we're talking like Southern Baptists that believe in the Holy Scriptures being the, the sole infallible rule of authority for all faith and practice, where all, as, as the Baptist faith, the message says, that it says the supreme standard by which all human conduct, creeds, and religious opinions should be tried. And I wanted to come And are we going to act like that? And are we going to end up going, hey, this needs to be repented of? And so are we going to call, you know, like, are we going to not be strong in, in our public witness of going, hey, no, this brother is in sin. He publicly sinned and we need him to publicly repent of his actions. It might not, it's not going to change anything, but it's at least legally. But what it's going to do is it's going to show the watching world a Southern Baptist. We like this as Missouri Baptists. We love saying that at our annual meetings and stuff. It's, it's said a lot, 
So what are we going to show the watching world? Are we going to show the watching world that we are willing to compromise with it? Or are we going to show the watching watching world that we are serious about what, especially our Baptist faith and message says, and the Baptist faith and message is under fire on many occasions. And so it'd be really nice to have one that we kind of break through the case on this. Southern Baptists are confessional people, Mike. Um, what does it mean to be a confessional people? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's a witness to the world. It's a statement to the world of what we believe and that we are anchored by Bible-based beliefs. And we're not just swimming in a sea of opinions. We're not tossed about by to and fro, like the book of James says, by yeah. every uh, wind of fancy or trend or what's politically expedient or uh, trendy or faddish at the time. We hold to what the book of Jude calls the faith once delivered to all the saints. Mm -hmm. And so we uh, embrace the Holy Scriptures, the Bible, as our, our, our authority as Christians. Mm -hmm. We don't consider it as high as God, but higher than me, higher than us. And then there are even other groups that claim to be Christian that would claim they love the Bible. They believe the Bible is their authority, even would say they believe the Bible to be inerrant. Mm. But what does this inerrant Bible say? What does it say about God, about the church, about salvation, about itself? And so the Bible informs that. The Bible drives that. And then the confessional people are uh, anchored, lashed to uh, and connected to that historic faith once for all delivered to the saints. Mm -hmm. That is the clear teaching of the Bible and what faithful Christians have held to uh, throughout time is not something novel or new. Uh, for instance, in this instance, what the Bible has to say about marriage, that's what Christians have historically held to. It's what the Bible clearly teaches at any uh, cursory reading of the Bible. And it's what Southern Baptists have held to is that mm -hmm. marriage is to be between only one man and uh, one woman. And so that's not something novel or trendy or a knee, you know, slap knee reaction to politics we don't like. And we're not talking about economic policy or defense spending policy here. We're talking about something very crucial connected to the creator of the universe and what he says is holy and right and what he plans for people, for his humanity, for creation. And, uh, and even what he has said in the scriptures, he will bring judgment upon a people when they violate this command and violate his teaching for this invention of his known as marriage between one man and one woman. And so to be a confessional people is to not be ashamed of the gospel, not be ashamed of all that the Bible clearly teaches and faithful Christians have held to. Uh, throughout all time. Mm -hmm. So I want to jump and take a look at what Blunt says on his website about the Respect for Marriage Act. Then if Adam and maybe you, Mike, could provide just a little bit of insight on what it actually says, the, again, Respect for Marriage Act. But here's what Blunt says regarding 
the Respect for Marriage Act. He says the bill is now designed to accomplish two things. People who are legally married in one state have the same protections and responsibilities in any other state that are offered to and required of marriages. And this legislation enhances the religious freedom for all Americans by protecting religious organizations from retaliation by federal agencies due to their views on marriage. I believe it's better for Congress to clarify these issues than for the federal judges to make these decisions. Um, yeah, Adam, I know. Mike, what have you heard on this? Right. I, I agree with the article in the Missouri Baptist yeah. Pathway that reports communication or a letter sent by at least two of our leaders, I believe our executive director of the Missouri Baptist Convention and our uh, president of the Missouri Baptist Convention calling upon Senator Blunt not to vote in favor of the, quote, so-called uh, Respect of Marriage Act. Yeah. And so uh, I'm, I'm thankful that our leaders did that. Yeah, and that's one of those and, things. Uh, I got I got uh, messages from uh, so, some guys in Kansas going like, S- uh, did you see this? Like, do you think the Missouri Baptists are going to do anything about mm-hmm. this? I'm like, I know I can talk about it, but I'm not anybody, you know, big and famous or anything. And Tag Your Podcast is not that big of a thing. But, I mean, we will talk about it. And I'm sure, you know, and then that's, you know, so other things were going on that I found out. I'm like, okay, so people are moving on this. And then I saw this article, you know, um, in the Missouri Baptist Pathway. This came out. Um, see here when it, the article if you can go to the, their website the nbcpathway.com and you can uh, check out it's a uh, blunt votes yes holly no on same-sex marriage bill and this is uh from benjamin hawkins the brand new editor anyway he wrote on this but uh yes it would like so the cool thing is is our this is this is what's cool about the nbc here's what we can say is cool about the nbc they hear about these things they're involved they are in jeff city so they are around this all the time um so they get wind of it and they actually put themselves out there so they I, identify their identity is in christ the bible is their authority and so they speak to that and so you know they they try to keep again as christians we're trying to keep government small and go stay out and stay in your lane sword where are the keys so stop taking our job you're the one that says separation of church and state we agree with the jurisdictional separation of church and state stop stop it <laughs> and this is what what's going on and so it says uh in, in the article it says this bill um is designed to do two things, Blunt said prior to voting. According to the Springfield News Leader, people who are legally married in one state have the same protections and responsibilities in any other state as are offered and required of in marriages, and this legislation enhances the religious freedom. Let's see here, and it goes on. Uh, what, so Blunt's votes? Yeah. Chris Williams and Dr. Yates sent a letter yeah. calling for uh, Mr. Blunt to not sign or vote for the Respective Marriage Act. That was sent on the 15th. He voted on the 16th. Contrary, according to this article, contrary to Blunt's claims, NBC leaders said the bill shows great disrespect for marriage and intolerance Mm. for those who hold traditional or biblical worldview. The bill is an intentional attack on the religious freedoms of millions of Americans with sincerely held beliefs about marriage based on dictates of faith in God and his revealed truth. The whole point of H.R. 8404 S. 4556 is to repudiate 
the U.S. Mm-hmm. Supreme Court's promise in twenty in its 2015 decision of Obergefell versus Hodges of constitutional protection for people of faith who oppose same-sex marriage, the letter stated. How will this impact Missouri Baptist specifically, Mike? Mm-hmm. I can see all kinds of ways that the uh, religious liberty will be infringed upon. Uh, I think people like James White and Al Mohler and others have spoken to that particular piece very well. And so I I refer people to them uh, for how it will impact Baptists and Christians and Christian churches across the land, not just in Missouri. And then knowing the history of Roy Blunt, so much of it I I appreciate and I'm thankful for. and knowing the relationship between Missouri Baptist and one of Missouri Baptist Convention's entity, Southwest Baptist University, and their relationship with Roy Blunt, uh, I see an adverse effect, per- perhaps, as an entity like Southwest Baptist University would seek to carry out its mission yeah. uh, to be a Christian university, a Bible-based liberal arts university that takes seriously critical thinking and scholarly inquiry and does not have its head in the sand concerning social issues by any measure, but seeks to be distinctively Christian as a university. And our most well-known alumni has gone on record for supporting legislation like this, legislation that endorses behavior that is Contrary to and parts ways with the Southwest Baptist University, Roy Blunt attended as a student for the majority of the community. I'm sure there's alumni here and there that would uh, applaud that respect of marriage act. But for the majority of the SBU community, this legislation uh, parts ways with the majority of what SBU was in the early 1970s when Roy Blunt first graduated from there. And then later when Roy Blunt taught there as a professor, that is not the majority of the SBU community. And that's not the majority of the SBU community in 1986 that granted an honorary doctorate degree to Roy Blunt. It's not the majority of the SBU community and family where Roy Blunt served as president uh, from 1992 to 1996. And even now, it's not the majority of SBU alumni in the SBU community. And again, I'm not speaking as any official spokesperson for the board or for the university, but based on the alumni I know serving as pastors and in church staff and members of churches throughout the Missouri Baptist Convention, and uh, uh, and then alumni of Southwest Baptist University throughout the country and around the world, especially as our international mission board missionaries, um, this this can really send a it could have an impact on Missouri Baptists having a mission with one of their schools seeking to be a reliably Christian trustworthy Christian university. And here's Nick's message for one of the star alumni, a man who campaigned uh, on credentials of being a, a Southern Baptist churchman and. Having leadership experience, if anyone could be called a career politician, I suppose Senator Blunt could. And the only response he could give, he had two other jobs. One was a professor at Southwest Baptist University, and the other one was president at Southwest Baptist University as far as jobs outside of politics. 
And so here's a well-known alumni of a, a school I also graduated from, and I care very much. I even have a daughter that's a student there now. I care very much about um, SBU, Southwest Baptist University, doing well and being a trusted place for conservative Christian families to send their students. And it seems like this uh, legislation by such a well-known high-profile alumni could send a mixed message. Tim Carter yeah. says this, Senator Blunt has brought shame to Missouri Baptist and specifically SBU. Blunt has served in numerous roles in the life of Southwest Baptist University at all levels. He has received an honorary doctorate and other accolades from SBU. While I cannot speak for SBU or the board, it is my strong opinion that these honors be revoked and a statement be made that clarifies the Missouri Baptist long-held conviction that marriage is between one man and one woman. Marriage is a God-ordained institution and cannot be redefined by man. Then mm -hmm. Carter quotes the Baptist Faith and Message 2000, the confessional statement of the Southern Baptist stating, yes. the BFM 2000 states the following regarding marriage. Marriage is the uniting of one man and one woman in covenant commitment for a lifetime. It is God's unique gift to reveal the union between Christ and his church and to provide for the man and the woman in marriage the framework of intimate companionship the channel of sexual expression according to biblical standards and the means for procre procreation of the human race. This is no minor issue and Missouri Baptists must take a stand and respond to this politician who in many ways used them to gain influence in government. What yes. do we do, Mike? How do we as Missouri Baptist and Missouri Baptist stakeholders um, do something to respond to this? Oh, several ideas come to mind, but I think chief among them would be praying for revival in our land. And also, unlike ever, be, never before, being very clear in preaching and teaching what the Bible teaches about marriage. Yeah. And uh, also, seriously redemptive, loving church discipline among the churches. Yes. The particular sin. Not to hurt anybody or be punitive, but with the goal of redemption mm -hmm. and teaching the truth of God's word and standing for God's word for uh, even younger generations and this generation especially. Yeah, you know, we live in a time where there is a great deal of conflict that I think is at times unnecessary. Oftentimes the church in modern evangelicalism is very split, very fighting. Here's an issue that I believe Missouri Baptist should um go uh, very sincerely to Second Baptist Springfield and say, you have a public figure here that is besmirching the position of Southern Baptist. He's a very well-known Missouri Baptist guy. He goes to your church, corrective action, calls to rec reconciliation and repentance are due to this to this man. He has hurt and wounded our very clear testimony as Southern Baptist, and that needs to be taken care of. Well, the reason that I say that is because according to the uh, Alliance Defending Freedom, Greg Baylor, there are no real protections for religious individuals or organizations in this bill. Further, he points out that the amendment leaves numerous religious social service organizations vulnerable. And f finally, the amendment fails to address concerns over nonprofit tax exemption status. Very clearly, as Missouri Baptists, we love our Missouri Baptist Children's Home. This uh -huh. – type of legislation, this law 
prevents the Missouri Baptist Children's Home from following through with its confessional statement because Blunt has acted outside of his confessional statement. And that is serious because that confessional statement is rooted in Scripture and at the outset makes it clear that the strength and the teeth of that confession are based in the authority and clarity of God's word. He's muddied the waters. Yeah. And we also see here, you know, this is like First Amendment stuff. So, um, again, there you have a jurisdictional separation. You're not going to have the Congress. The Congress is not supposed to establish a, a specific denomination. Uh, I think uh, we definitely need to look at the term religion in the time period that the uh, religion was used. And uh, it's not going to set up a Baptist or a Presbyterian or Congregationalist, say, um, form of, you know, of church over uh, the Church of America is this, um, just like the Anglican Church, uh, that <laughs> why did we come over here in the first place kind of a thing. Again, you can't divorce, uh, like all that stuff happened in a, didn't happen in a vacuum. Um, you know, so there's your, your issue there. But uh, we have a right to practice our faith, and this infringes upon it. And so therefore, it is an unconstitutional thing. Um, but then again, how you read in the Constitution, but the thing is, yeah, we have to understand that our whenever we have open communion, we discussed this uh, before talking about, but just think about open communion. Uh, a, a family comes in, and we say from the pulpit, a pastor says, you know, this is uh, for believers only. Um, you don't have to be a member of this church, but if you are a believer, a brother and sister in Christ, you follow Christ, um, then you are welcome to join us at the table of Christ. And um, then you say, you, you see two people that say they believe in Jesus, um, like you met them before the service, and they get up. And uh, they're getting ready to get in line to get that communion or grab it from the tray, however you guys do it, kind of a thing. Um, and you say, no, you're in sin, and I have something against you. And if we are if we are brothers, then we cannot do this. <laughs> you know, like, you, can, you, you that, that's the thing. It's like, so what, what's going to happen um, at our churches and our services whenever we go, no, we believe that you are in open sin, and we have to say no, no table and uh, those kind of things. And so, yeah, again, the Missouri Baptist Children's Home with that, like we've got entities that this is going to affect because um, they are like the denomination is sort of a parachurch thing. And it's not a church, but it's a cooperation between churches. Then we have entities and those entities are very public entities for sure. And uh, they, they do the work that one church can't do, but that's what we do together. But yeah, there's no provisions for this and it becomes murky waters to where, you know, court cases and emotions run high and uh, people win based on emotions and the emotions are going to be in favor of uh, against Christianity in this case and, and get, and against our, our right to practice uh, our convictions and what we believe. And so, yeah, that's, that's why it's scary. And a, politic, a politician can smile and see, you're, you're fine. You're going to be fine. No, we're not going to be fine with this. And so, yes, we need to call to repentance because the identity in Christ, if Roy Blunt, if you, um, uh, he's not going to listen to this, so I'm not going to address him like that. But if Roy Blunt is in Christ, if he professes to be in Christ, that is an identity. That is a soul identity in which your role comes from. So if you're a pastor, if you're a politician, uh, if you're a music minister, whatever, that's a role. That that's a, that's a, that's the uh, division of labor when it comes to worship uh, in a church or whatever. Um, and then working in the state, you know, I'm a, I'm a barber. I'm not a, a politician. I'm not that, but I have a vocation as a barber. So how am I identified in Christ? How does that identity in Christ and my soul being redeemed work out in my work as a barber? 
you know, that's the same way it comes into politics. And that's why you also get in the Baptist faith and message. And we are to bring all institutions underneath the sway of Christ. And how can we do that whenever we are not willing to teach the truth and also being consistent to our loyalty to Christ? And, uh, and, and as the Baptist faith and message, again, you can go in the last show where we're talking about a different issue, but we're hitting the same things. Um, you know, we have to be loyal to Christ and we cannot compromise the truth. How, how, how is this doing that? And so, again, we need to make sure that we are brothers and sisters. We're all a priesthood of believers. We can call anybody that's professed to be a brother in Christ. If we have something against them that's against the scriptures, we can rebuke them and correct them and then reconcile with them. And so that's what we need to we need to majorly do as Missouri Baptist, especially Let me be blunt yes. to Roy Blunt or <laughs> yes. blunt about Roy Blunt, the Baptist faith and message article 15, the Christian and the social order states very clearly in the spirit of Christ, Christians should oppose racism, every form of greed, selfishness and vice and in all forms of sexual immorality, including adultery, homosexuality, and pornography. Blunt has bluntly repudiated this Mm -hmm. statement from the Baptist Faith and Message. And it is serious because the ramifications of that do spill out on Missouri Baptist. Here is a guy that has had a history of making good, conservative Christian, biblically-based decisions and voting for them. Now he has ruined his entire reputation, and he believes he will get away with it because he's retiring. Something needs to be done. Missouri Baptists need to be calling Second Baptist Springfield and calling for this man to be talked to by the elders and called to repent. And I don't say that in a mean way. I say that in a seriously uh, convictional way because this is public sin created by a public servant, and it has serious ramifications. Mike, do you have anything else? Uh, no, I appreciate this opportunity. I've been very uh, heartbroken to see the, not only this legislation pass the uh, Congress of the United States of America, but also see somebody I thought I knew uh, mm-hmm. in Roy Blunt, not mm-hmm. in a personal relationship, and have known uh, through the years and looked up to through the years to see him vote in favor of this has been very heartbreaking and uh, disappointing. Uh, but again, uh, I understand full well that we're all human. We're all sinners who who need Jesus Christ, who need his wisdom. And we all uh, need his gift of repentance. And we get, we have the opportunity to be made right with God through the blood of Jesus Christ and his resurrection. And uh, I am thankful for great things I've seen in Roy Blunt, uh, but I'm very disappointed and heartbroken about his support for this uh, legislation over the last uh, several days. And I'm praying for him. I'm praying for others in government to have God's Mm -hmm. wisdom and be convicted by the Holy Spirit of the Lord to uh, repent and to govern according to God's ways, God's word, the Holy Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, thank you so much for coming on, brother. Really appreciate you. It is good to have you on the program. Uh, We will have to have you on the program and uh, maybe talk some Old Testament sometime in the near future. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll be awesome. But yeah, just, uh, you know, I just wanted to end the show um, just uh, for for you guys um, out there listening and uh, watching this. 
how many of you who are watching this, who are in the state of Missouri, um, supported this guy because, um, he would actually represent you and be a voice for you. Um, especially when it comes to, uh, these, these things that when it comes to conservatives, um, something that we can conserve is marriage. How many, how many of you voted for Roy Blunt because you knew that you, tr you could trust him to be a voice to the uh, civil, you know, be a civil magistrate, being a voice out there on the civil side of things going, hey, this is what we're going to protect. This is what we're not going to protect. This is what we're going to conserve. And how many were under the impression that he would have been a voice for you? And now he is not. So that's the thing is uh, we want to go in good faith. And just go, you know, yes, under pressure, you're a sinner and you crack. And so here's the opportunity that we're not going to be cancel culture. We're not just going to write you off, but we are going to offer the uh, ability to be reconciled. And then it's like nothing ever happened. If Jesus died for it, it's died for. Right. Mm. And so this is something that Jesus um, can his blood can be applied to to cover. And, and stuff like that. So we're not going to be cancel culture and say that there is no ability to repent. And then once repentance happens, it happens like repentance covered. We're not going to bring it back up uh, again. But the thing is, it leaves us in question. Did you use the NBC? Did Roy Blunt use the NBC to gain your vote? If he did, uh, that's a heart. Th that's only something that God knows. And I, I pray that the Roy thinks of that and feels the weight. Oh, just because they don't know. God knows, and that's a heavy weight, and I need to repent. So no matter what, there needs to be a repentance. We can't have revival without repentance. We need repentance in this land for revival. And this is one thing, uh, one public way that uh, repentance can be had, and then the glory of God can be seen in that. And so with that said, please, Missouri Baptist, if you're listening to this, talk to your pastors, talk to your uh, friends and brothers and sisters in Christ to go, how can we, the NBC, call him to repentance? Do we need to come and make a resolution next year? If nothing happens by then, I would be or have somebody, it would be awesome to see somebody make a resolution going like, yes, we recognize the autonomy of churches, but we, the NBC, the churches of the NBC, make a resolution that you must call him to repentance, Second Baptist in Springfield, Missouri. And then also I would call Missouri Baptist, anybody um, involved with SBU, I'd, I'd please ask you, think about it, send letters, send emails to the trustees, please, please see if the trustees will do something as well. What can they do um, to help aid in, in this stuff so that uh, we can make it known that this is not Christianity, this is not what the Bible says, and we can teach the world um, what the truth is, because we are the pillar, as the church, we are the pillar and buttress of the truth, and if we are in Christ, we are ambassadors, and we must tell the truth and contend um, for the once for all delivered to the saints' faith, so... Um, I know I went on a soapbox at the very end there. Mm -hmm. Sorry, guys, yeah. but yeah, I want to end I, the I, podcast I, on that. Make so. note yes, of one other it. item related to this. Uh, another irony, I suppose, is that uh, Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary may issued a statement, or I think I saw something out of the seminary or the president regarding the Respective Marriage Act a few days ago. And I'm so thankful, as I know David is, that Midwestern is where it is today and how God is using Midwestern Seminary. And it is where it is today if we unwind and look back at the history and look at something really interesting. Back when the conservative resurgence took root at the one seminary out of six in Kansas City, Missouri, at Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, on the board of trustees at that time was Roy Blunt. 
I remember conversations with Roy Blunt when he was, I think he was president of SBU and a trustee at the Midwestern Baptist Seminary when uh, changes were taking place at Midwestern that set the stage and led to that Southern Baptist Seminary in Kansas City, Midwestern, becoming such a great seminary it is today. And so, um, yeah, so this has, I think, some effect not only at SBU and Missouri Baptist, but also a nationwide Mm -hmm. uh, global seminary in Midwestern Baptist Seminary. Well, cool, man. Well, uh, man, guys, thank you for uh, both your time. It's been a couple of weeks since uh, Dave and I had been uh, in the studio together. At least uh, this is what we call our studio now <laughs> is a uh, Microsoft meeting uh, now. But uh, guys, uh, yeah, thank you for the time and uh, just uh, bringing this uh, forward and uh, anything that Taggart can do. Um, we are available to talk about it and we will do anything within our power and our influence, which is very small anyway to, uh, to do it. But uh Again, uh, just uh, again, thank you for your time and uh, just your knowledge and your continued labor um, in the gospel. And so we just pray all together. Um, and I pray that you guys out there that are listening will pray for him, that repentance will be had, that God will be glorified, and that uh, the watching world will see what Christianity has that is different. And they will come and they will worship him and thank him for how awesome and merciful he is. So that's uh, the end game of of every everything that we do. So, but yes, uh, I guess uh, with that said, if anybody else doesn't have anything else to say, I'll say that this is the Tag Your It Podcast. I'm Ray Ray. And I'm David Van Bever. And Mike Roy. And Soli. Deo. Gloria. <laughs>